This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, you likely heard this story in the news. A change in the rules means a workplace can no longer require an employee to wear high heels as part of the dress code. And as you can imagine, one of the workplaces where this will be uh, most uh, have the most impact the restaurant industry. Well, Ian Tostenson is the president of the BC Restaurant and Food Association and joins us on the line to talk a bit more about this. Ian, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, How big of an impact do you think this will have in that were there still a lot of restaurants that were requiring women to wear high heels? Well, before I say, yeah, this is going to get a big international impact. I've just seen this morning it's in the Toronto uh, News, the Guardian, the Independent, so it's worldwide news yet again. Uh, in terms of our industry, I would say that we've, we sort of more or less moved on a couple of years ago from this particular issue in general. You would have seen a lot of the large chains um, readjusted their um, dress code to allow women to wear pants, flat shoes, which were more practical. But this all seemed, came as a result of a, a situation about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, where uh, a restaurant employee was went to the news and showed we're showing the uh, the injuries to our ankles as a result of wearing high heels. So, but more, I think by and large, uh, the industry has moved on. There's still a few, I'm sure, that we're doing this, but um, not now. It's it's as of yesterday. It's um, that era is finished. Uh, which uh, it seems like it uh, that it is you know April of 2017. It does seem like I think it would still come as a surprise to a lot of people that that was even a policy or that that was something that was allowed to happen. By uh, Dr. Weaver in the Green Party, I sort of rolled my eyes. Went seriously. I mean, but then I sort of thought, wow, it, it, it you know, this was, this is an issue that's in the, uh, uh, alive in the United States. It's an issue that's being debated right now in the uh, Parliament in London, due because a receptionist was sent home because she wasn't wearing high heels. And when you really think about it, I mean, asking a woman to force her to wear high heels in in a in a situation which is totally impractical, i.e., a restaurant busy slipping stairs, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So, uh, yeah, it is kind of odd, isn't it? You know, here we are in 2017 and, and doing this, but um, I think it's really cool that the the Liberals and uh, the Green Party worked together in this, and they actually came to an agreement, which is great. Uh, it is. It, it did happen faster than I think we often expect things to happen when we're dealing with government. Uh, and I suppose also that it was a change to the, to the Workers' Compensation Act, not a legislative uh, change. Right. Uh, you... so instead of a, instead of a, a regulation, what they did is they're going to put it to the to work safer workers' compensation, and they actually created a a rule that that didn't specifically ban high heels, but it said that work that employers now have to ensure that employees wear uh, shoes that prevent slipping, electrical shock, muscle or bone injuries, and provide ankle protection and foot support. So effectively, it kills the high heel uh, in a, in, a, in a very indirect but direct way. Uh, you mentioned uh, uh, the the uh, uh, uniform as well, because th- that was one of my concerns is uh, I used to be a server, I actually worked for a restaurant where uh, the male servers wore black pants and white shirts. The female servers wore skirts, uh, polyester skirts that were knee length that made it very difficult uh, for bending down to lift up heavy bus pans uh, when you were clearing, when you were taking dishes to the, to the dish pit. And I actually led the charge getting a uniform for everybody. And it changed so that women could wear pants. Women and men wore the same black pants, white shirt. Uh, are there still places where women, that, to your knowledge, where women servers or, or employees are required to wear skirts rather than pants? Mm, I don't know specifically. I think 
um, what's happened is in Ontario, and by the way, good for you for doing that. I think it's a great, great story. Um, there's a couple of things at play here. In Ontario, it's a potential human rights violation if you discriminate um, on dress code, male, female. So to your point, you know, if you, the example, the silly example they use, that if we had a restaurant and we had a beach party and the, and the uh, women had to wear bikinis and the men could wear, you know, suits, that would be discriminatory. So that seemed being washed out. I think that's starting to play here in British Columbia as well, too. You can't discriminate. Uh, and that, so what that does effectively is, is smooth those kinds of things out. I mean, I don't mind mentioning, if you don't mind, Earl's, they, they led the charge in this one. They were the first ones that said pants and flat shoes for our servers, and that's gone over really well. The other interesting thing for the industry right now is that, as you know, we've talked about the labor shortage that we're into, and, I, and this really puts a lot of, uh, I think, best practices for employers when they're hiring and the employee can now say openly, you know, what is your dress code and what is your, you know, your, your policy and different things. They'll measure things up a little differently, and that'll make the employers, in my opinion, you know, that much sharper. So I think this has a way to correct itself. I'm sure there's someone somewhere that's saying, hey, I want you to dress this way. But the other pressure to bear on this is the actual guests of a restaurant. There's so much awareness about this. I think we sort of walk into a restaurant, we're more conscious of how people are dressing and sort of go seriously, like, this is, as you said, Jill, 2017, and you're, you're dressing like that. Pretty much in the restaurant sector, that's that's been washed out. I think there's other, perhaps other sectors, maybe nightclubs and stuff, that still are in that mode a bit. But certainly restaurants, um, you know, we get to serve the public, and, and if we lose a customer over doing things that are improper, don't look good, that's, that's expensive. Was there any pushback that you heard from restaurants? Because there are some restaurants where you walk in and, and, and there is a specific way uh, the, the the female, be it hostesses or servers, are dressed. Was there any pushback that you heard of? None whatsoever. Um, and I think the reason is is that it's the um, it's the tension that the public create. They expect that. And I was in a restaurant a couple of weeks ago and um, the servers were wearing flats and the hostess was wearing high heels. And I guess that's a look that she decided she wanted to wear and it was professional. So you're going to see, you know, I, what's good about this is that this is up to now uh, the person. It's not being mandated by an employer. Is that, you know, uh, the woman can make the decision of what she wants to wear. Although, when I read the um, uh, WorkSafe regulations, it's pretty specific that they probably don't want to be wearing unsafe uh, footwear. So that'll correct it a bit. And and do, and you think it will will solve that in that uh, employees will now have uh, those rights and and if an employer tries to tell them to wear a certain thing they'll have recourse. Yeah, I mean, it makes it easier to have the conversation now. But say, hey, boss, you know, did you read the news? We're not supposed to, you know, mandate this kind of stuff. And I think most people go, yeah, gee, thanks. What happens in the, so let's say an employer decides to be, you know, out of touch and wear high heels, and then people start getting injured. The claim goes to WorkSafe. Uh, WorkSafe does the investigation, and they end up um, either fining the business and or increasing that business's insurance rate. So there is a, a financial penalty by not, by not complying, and it's the only way that they can sort of keep everybody in line. And But again, I don't think this is going to be a big deal. I, uh, you know, We've talked to more people in restaurants, both owners and uh, particularly you know servers, and they're thrilled about this. They, they, they really are. I think it takes the pressure off of everybody. If you're an employer, you sort of had a certain standard. Now this kind of relaxes it. And I, I don't know what you'd be like. I could care less. <laughs> well, I do care. I do care what they're wearing, that it's safe. But someone was commenting, you know, that if you have uh, servers that are in proper footwear, you get better service because they can move quicker and they can get up the stairs faster and it's safer when they're in the kitchen. So there's, I, 
see any downside to this whatsoever. All right, Ian, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jill. Have a good day. You too. Bye. That is Ian Tostenson, the president of the BC Restaurant and Food Association. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.